0: Good, where's the Smart Marks at? They're there, talk to them. Good, can I? Yeah, I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? Um, um, Absolutely, ask your friends over here. Alright, fuck you. (laughs) The New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman.
1: Yeah, that works in Hollywood. That works in the movies. But this isn't the movies. This is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero.
0: You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls, everybody who's listening to the Super Spark Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host and still oh. your champion, the Rogue of Wrestling, Michael <laughs> <laughs> joined alongside my tag team partner and my bestest friend in the whole Aww. wrestling world, Joe Sheehan, the New Jersey Kid. Man, we've got a big party of the summer we've to talk about. We've got a lot of parties
1: of the summer to talk about.
0: We do. We do. Uh, we're not going to talk about yeah, all of them today. That would take Some a long Some of them really are going to be later touch. in the month. Yeah, cuz I was remembering, too it's like yeah shit actually um some of them are even on the same day, I think. Uh, uh the new the All Japan, Out and world yeah. quest?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So those those will be for another time, but we got SummerSlam and NXT Toronto. Both to good about. cards. Yeah, I'm actually I'm pretty surprised. I feel like um I feel like last couple of years SummerSlam has not really been that great no someone posted and, uh, one of the
1: wrestling pages i follow on facebook the many number of them between mm-hmm. between soccer and wrestling that's basically my news feed anymore <laughs> um yeah uh someone posted it was a card from last year's SummerSlam, and they were like who remembers mm-hmm. any of these matches like apparently uh Ooh, you don't know this would be a good challenge so did you actually look at it yet uh no i do remember one of the seeing one of the matches
0: I was gonna say, like, I feel like we should try and see, like, if we can actually remember any of the matches from SummerSlam Do you want me to name year?
1: one of them to see if you remember it?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see, okay. Do you remember The Go Miz ahead.
1: and Maurice taking on, uh, Zelina and, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Andrade, oh, yeah. Andrade? Yeah.
0: It's a... Yep, nope. that was one of the matches. Uh, <laughs> I was the, the, I would say, I remember their WrestleMania thing where they did against uh, John Cena and Nikki. Like that's the tag team match I remember. Yeah, with that. I it, literally <laughs> I thought so it was I was like, like, wait, is this okay. this
1: year or last year? And it, like, it didn't hit me, and I was like, holy shit, that was last year.
0: Let's see. Let me try to think of like what I... was it even what was the main event? Like, what was the the universal title match? Was Brock Lesnar still the yes, champion? Yes, he was. Then? Okay, so Brock Lesnar, or was this? um...
1: Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I mixed up some. So I'm sorry, it was actually Andrade and Zelina versus Lana and Brusev.
0: I feel like now that you mentioned that, I slightly remember that.
1: <laughs> but but like, I don't know how sad we were. We were like, yeah, it was and- Andrade and Zelina versus Miss and Maurice.
0: <laughs> I, was just, I mean, it's like, for any of those matches, it's equally just like, sure, whatever. I guess they did that. I, I don't know. Because in, ed- in either of those cases, it's like, what the fuck is even the story? Like, what?
1: Okay, so yes. Uh, to just... go back, sorry, to the main event. It was Brock Lesnar. Who yeah. do you think he faced? Brock Lesnar. Um, okay, Brock Lesnar versus, um, was
0: this one of the times when they buried, no, 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 wait, wait, um, was it, it was yep. Roman Reigns, right? Roman Reigns won. Okay. Yes, this is when he won yep. it back, uh, after the whole, he lost that, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> didn't he, he lost at yep. WrestleMania, uh, and then they did the, the fuck finish at Saudi. Yeah, Sony. oh my I god, god. I was that That's when Sony. they, I'm actually really surprised that I remember yeah. this now. Right? I already handed it to you.
1: To not remember this at <laughs> all. Uh do you I was about to say Strowman, but I was glad I do remember. Do you remember that Rangers. there was a Smackdown tag team championship tournament? There was yes. a tournament? <laughs> uh, on SummerSlam? Not, last the whole year? thing was not on SummerSlam. The finals were, but there was a two-round tournament. That it was the semifinals finals where New Day defeating Sanity and Cesaro and Sheamus defeating the Usos okay. with the New Day defeating Cesaro and Sheamus at SummerSlam.
0: Huh. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I believe that. Or no, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> sorry. The t- the tournaments decide who to face the Bludgeon Brothers. So the New Day uh, defeated uh, Sar- oh, okay. Cesaro so and Sheamus the- on the last SmackDown before SummerSlam, and then at SummerSlam defeated the Bludgeon so then,
0: Brothers. Gotcha. So this is when they ended the Bludgeon yep. Brothers, and they've just. I've never come Hope. back since cuz Ro- Ro- Rowan is with Daniel Bryan now and Luke Harper's still yep MIA. and uh,
1: the Cruiserweight Championship was between Cedric Alexander Drew Gulak the man B team now Gulak B team defeated the Revival for the Raw <laughs> Tag Team Championship oh, god Seth Rollins <sighs> with Dean Ambrose defeated Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental
0: Oh right, okay. So this is when Dean Ambrose come back yep. from his injury, right? That's when uh, yeah. that was
1: actually. I had to give it to uh, Seth that night. He really sold that line well, where he was like, "You've got a crazy I, like Scotsman on your side." He's like, "Well, I've got a lunatic mm-hmm. on mine." And that's when Dean returned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman defeated Kevin Owens. Holy shit! This was um, when he like remember when like. Kevin Owens was just trying to like run away from Braun. And then like they came okay, outside yeah, yeah. and his car was flipped over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because weren't we weren't we I feel like we were ranting about like how the fuck is Kevin Owens the hero <laughs> yes! of the team? It's like <laughs> like Braun's choban is just
1: trying to murder him.
0: <laughs> He's just trying not to die. <laughs> like,
1: Uh, Uh, Charlotte Flair defeated Carmella and Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Um, Samoa Joe defeated AJ Styles by disqualification. So AJ Styles retained the WWE title. The Miz defeated Daniel Mm -hmm. Bryan. Finn Balor defeated Baron Corbin. And holy shit, Shinsuke Nakamura was holding the United States title and defeated Jeff Hardy.
0: yeah but that that no. didn't matter <laughs> that was yeah they was they were trying to uh, give him the reconciliation prize after oh, they like that was a... blew That's his he... fucking run at Wrestlemania yeah but he kept low blowing AJ failed to win against AJ <laughs> yeah cause he was just they had the eternal uh, feud against AJ just kicking him and uh elbowing him in the nuts or not elbowing him nuts uh
1: a... you know what i just thought of do you think <laughs> what he... was that aj style's alternative to having to pay for health insurance to get hit a vasectomy so he's just like dude just have shinsuke just continually <laughs> kick me in the <laughs> balls
0: <laughs> yeah he's like you know what them japanese guys they got universal health care how about J- shinsuke extend that my way nail me in the nuts for free <laughs> don't have to pay for no vasectomy <laughs> god (laughs) yeah because i mean he hasn't had another kid since right
1: uh no yeah he has not had Tattoos stopped
0: on his ribs he's only had four there's not been a fifth tattoo on the (laughs) ribs that's how you know aj styles is finally fertile or infertile not infertile what is the what's the word for guys um impotent
1: (laughs) um I'll, like, that's how you know you make good money, right? If you have more than one kid.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I mean, unless you're doing a welfare yes. scam. <laughs> they, they can get a bunch of kids. But anyway, this isn't... We're not talking about Heath Slater and all of his kids. We're talking about the people who actually have matches yes. this weekend. <laughs> at SummerSlam and <in> NXT. <laughs> Uh, do you have a preference for which show we start? You know, with? I always
1: love going chronological, so
0: it's true. We do gotta like to go keep it gotta in go NXT here.
1: first for my my OCD.
0: <laughs> okay, so to preserve Joe's sanity and put his OCD at rest, we'll start with NXT Toronto. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and predict what I think will probably be the opening match, since it's the only one that doesn't have a title <laughs> on the line. I'm going to go for Io Shirai. Beating Candice LeRae.
1: Yeah, interesting. This is the
0: new heel turn. Like, oh, it's so good. I love Io uh, Shirai. Oh yeah, Io
1: as the the heel has been fantastic.
0: Astute listeners, I'm sure, will probably remember when Io Shirai first came into the company. I was telling you, Joe, very adamantly, that it was like she's great now, but wait until she turns I do not heel. Remember this. I could see it in her. <laughs> I could see it in her. And I'm so glad that I was right.
1: Should, so wait, should she come out to CM Punk's song now? Because you said you could see it in her. She's like, look in my eyes, uh... what do you see? A heel.
0: <laughs> A heel. A badass heel. But yeah, what what are your impressions have been of uh, Io Shirai as the new heel I think in it's given her
1: brand new life. I think the loss of... um, uh, Man, I'm bad with names tonight. The Kabuki Warriors. Uh... Yeah, kairi kind of going, going up. up it kind of left eo in the dust and i think she needed that boost and the heel turn has definitely helped it mm-hmm.
0: and honestly too as far as like the kabuki warriors are concerned especially now they're just kind of lumped together as being like the two asian girls Yeah, it's given eo's like eo's like, on I think her this... own yeah this helps distinguish her which would have been dangerous and sad if it was just like oh we're just gonna have another like asian girl who's just doing the same kind yeah. of a thing so I like that they're mixing it up with her. And
1: Candace had needed, like, a shot of some kind, so the two of them feuding is makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think Candace, if she gets the proper level of ass-whooping, this will also go miles as far as, like, building even more sympathy yeah. for her. Because the people, like, I think the NXT universe already likes Candace LeRae, obviously, just in of herself, and then also her interactions with Johnny Gargano. But I think that they could do something even more as far as building really that kind of, like, heart connection and sympathy for her. If, like, she just gets whooped by Io Shirai. But in, like, a hearted effort, not like a squash match. Yeah. You know? Like, something bad needs to happen to Candace LeRae. Not permanently, but like, you know, just something vicious in this mm-hmm. match.
1: And, uh, I think, like, Candace hasn't been able to get, um, enough sympathy from the crowd i'll say because she's usually Mm -hmm. more involved in johnny gargano stuff rather than her own so this has felt like a huge like her stepping out independently
0: yeah and and honestly too i think as far as even building that further for stepping her out independently i think if this becomes like a really intense personal feud that can only be good for her (laughs) because then it can help really grow her and have her have like a reason to come back and get like a vengeance against somebody yeah, because it's just been. Yo, then hell, maybe maybe at some point we even have like Johnny Gargano almost playing the reverse with her, like trying to almost like hold her back and trying to be like, hey, look, I know you want to get this vengeance on Io Shirai, but like you need to yeah, calm I down, went, like go too crazy, thing, like, like...
1: like
0: yeah, like hey, I I get it, like I went through the same thing with Champa, like you know, <laughs> that actually that could be really good if they do that right, I think. And yeah, really good because Candice hasn't really had a personal feud in NXT, like she's been there. And she's been a side character for a lot of stories, but she's not had like a really personal feud or somebody to overcome that's that she just couldn't beat. As far as like a story focused on her, obviously there are people she can't beat because like she can't beat Baszler, she can't whatever. But yeah, so it'll, I like it, especially because I could see, I'm trying to think as far as like who could be the person to eventually take the title over from uh, Shayna Baszler. Someone's got to do it soon, I think. Somebody's got to do it eventually, because, yeah, I think she's running out of viable competition. At least as far as viable competition, she hasn't already beaten. And I feel like, even though we would be going from heel to heel, maybe you could do it inside of a triple threat or something. I think maybe Io Shirai could be that next person to take the mantle from Mm -hmm. Shayna Baszler. And then, hell, maybe you could even do, like, a big title feud with Candice LeRae with her. I feel like Candace could definitely step up to be one of the bigger baby faces and, you know, just women in general in the division. And I feel like this is a kind of like a big test for both of them. Like, for Io Shirai, obviously, like, they know what they're doing as far as they're trying to give her this big push. And I almost kind of have to feel like, for Candace, this is sort of a test to be like, all right, do we want to kind of continue to big, like, push you and be, give you a storyline? Or are you going to kind of have this opportunity and then that's going to be sort of it and then you're going to fade into the background? All right. Unless you have anything else to add about that match, no, we so talked let's, about that uh, match maybe let's more go to the I... next one. <laughs> All right. What do you pick right, next?
1: I'm gonna go with. There's three that I want to pick. So. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Adam Cole routines over Johnny Gargano.
0: Ooh. Okay. And I think,
1: do you want to add an extra choice on this one of what we think the third fall is going to be?
0: Like what the stipulation yeah. is going to be? Hmm. Okay. Um, sure, I'm intrigued. Let's do it. Okay, so I'll put third fall okay. stipulation. Alright, so... And we'll just go ahead and do it now. I think why not? Because we already talked about that match, so we'll we'll talk about what we think that stipulation will be. But uh, yeah, you're confident that Cole's gonna yeah. retain. Yeah,
1: and let's do some other picks, and I'll explain why.
0: Okay, I was gonna say because I actually disagree, and I think it, it's it also ties into some of my other picks. <laughs> this is great for <laughs> like my theory. I know this is this is like this is gonna be really good actually. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so yeah, we'll we'll save the third false stipulation. We'll we'll get, So should we do the rest of the card and loop sure. back up to that? Okay. Um, hmm. It's actually really tough as far as, like, which do I feel more confident in? Because I feel relatively confident for most of the matches on this card. Because I feel like NXT does a pretty good job of building the stories, and the stories usually have, like, pretty sensible payoffs. Mm-hmm. Only every once in a while do they throw like a really big swerve for us. Yeah. I think. Uh, um, I'm going to go undisputed era. Re- Actually, you know what? Um, yeah, no, I'm, g- I'm going to go Baszler.
1: Wow. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Baszler retain. I completely agree with that one.
0: Uh, I think Baszler. because yeah, I feel like, it- as we were talking before, like Baszler's eventually got to drop a- this title, but it's definitely a- not a- going to be to me B- B- again. Correct. <laughs> It's it's not gonna be the Mia Yim. Uh Although to be fair, at least one credit to Mia Yim in this storyline, I like that I like the angle they're going for. It's interesting. I just don't think they built it enough as far as the idea that like, okay, someone's finally going after the lackeys. Yeah. That's good. And and I even like that she's doing it this very kinda of like ambushy sort of way. I guess it sort of fits her kind of street it character. It fits her street
1: character and I think it also fits that she's like a veteran of the ring. So, it's her playing mind games with a Shayna Baszler, who is dominant, but also very young in the ring, so.
0: Yeah. I feel like the only thing I would have really liked to have added to this, which really would have put it over the top, I think, would be that then after having assaulted both of them backstage at some point, then eventually then Mia Yim would have also assaulted Shayna Mm. Baszler. To basically kind of show where it's like, hey, look, I took out your two friends, and you can't hide from me either. Like, I'm coming for you and the title. Like, I think that could have really helped sell it a little bit. Because I think, even then, I think the commitment to Baszler would have shown to most people, like, they're probably still not changing the title. But it just would have been, I think it would have been a lot better story as far as execution. Yeah. But
1: All right, so that leaves... Maybe with an opening to make one of the picks I want to make, which is I think the undisputed mm-hmm. era takes the tag team championship from the Street Profits for a couple of reasons. One, yeah. the Street Profits are from mm-hmm. the main roster, and two because mm-hmm. of what we'll talk about after your, your next pick.
0: Yeah, because yeah, with the the Street Profits, it's it's kind of interesting as far as they've they've gotten these tag titles. I feel like almost sort of randomly cuz it was like un- I'm trying to remember how it all happened like the tag titles were vacated correct
1: yes let's, let's take a look at my links
0: i feel like they were i think they were vacant and then they ended up winning them in a ladder match against um
1: yes the Viking Raiders um, voluntarily relinquished the titles as they were no longer yes. a part of NXT
0: yeah Okay, so that's what happened. Yeah, the Viking Raiders relinquished them, and then they won it in the ladder match against um, the Forgotten Sons, I think. And they've had a couple like title defenses really quickly, which I feel like NXT rarely does as far as like doing a lot of title defenses between pay-per-views. And yeah, with how much they've been on Raw, I feel like they're kind of... Vince just like, all right, whatever, we're just going to bring them yeah. up and then drop the tag titles back to... Undisputed era, and actually, if, if they win it back, then I think, are they the first three-time NXT Tag Team
1: Champions? I believe so.
0: I think so. Because I think, I'm trying to remember, I think they were the, no, they were not the first two-time. That was the Revival. Correct. If I remember correctly. I think the Revival of the first two-time. But then Undisputed have won it twice, and this would be the first time that somebody won it three, I think.
1: Um...
0: And really, actually, I, like of all the other titles they could win and different things like that, I feel like that's actually like, the best one and most important one for like them to really hold and establish. Because they've held on to those titles for a very mm-hmm. long time. And to fit in for their name of the Undisputed Era, I really feel like that's actually kind of what it is. It's like the ti- the entire era, the multiple years where they've just dominated the tag yeah. team division.
1: So they... Um... They actually held... The Undisputed Era have the longest combined reigns as champions.
0: Wow. Yeah, that makes sense too. Well, good on them. They're probably going to win the tag titles back. And it was Uh, actually (laughs) two different
1: formations of Undisputed Era that had the different reigns. So the first reign was Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Mm. and Roddy. The second reign was Kyle and Mm. Roddy.
0: That's right, yeah, because fish was injured for that second one, right? Yes, at least in the beginning. That's right. Uh, Although, okay, so going on to the North American title match, then the last match, Um, I am picking Roddy Strong. I think, I think that's part of why they made this a three-way. I think that's part of why they threw Pete Dunn in here for no fucking reason. Yeah, that kind of
1: throws <laughs> off my confidence in it, though, right? So, so what I've been alluding to the whole time in, in my picks is I think Undisputed Era walks oh. out of this pay-per-view with all the gold. I think Roddy... Right,
0: so you think they, you think they do the clean sweep finally. I think finally. they
1: finally have Adam Cole as champion, Bobby and Kyle with the tag team championships, and Roddy with the North American championship. And it's perfect.
0: See, so I think they're going to get really close. And then they're going to trip right at the finish line. Because I think, you earlier in the show, you're going to have Roddy winning the North American title. I think probably pinning Pete Dunne and not um, Mm -hmm. Dream. Uh, One, just to kind of, like, help keep Dream more protected. But then also, two, to avenge his loss to Pete Dunne that he had on Because Pete Dunne tapped out Roger Strong. So he needs to get that win back. Yeah, because it's WWE. Um, So he's going to get the North American title. The tag title is going to come back. So then it's like, alright, we've got it. All you've got to do, Adam, is you just got to beat Johnny one more time. And then he fucks it up. And Johnny Gargano beats him. And then I think this could be the start of the end of the Undisputed Era. At least... I think they could be kicking out Adam Cole maybe. I think that could be a really interesting way they could go. Oh, really? Then like Roddy, I think Roddy could be the new leader. And Adam Cole could go as or at least I think they could experiment maybe with Adam Cole going his own direction. Hey, if it doesn't work, they could just put him back together. Who fucking cares? But if it does work, that I feel like the way the WWE looks at things is like Let me let me put on my WWE goggles for one moment for you. When I look at undisputed. So get really air. drunk. Got it. Yeah, so with my WWE goggles, I look at Undisputed Era, and I see one star and three cronies. Now, I can continue to invest in all four of those guys, but in my WWE goggles, I know there's only one star in that bunch, and that star is Adam Cole. Now, I can cut checks for four guys, or I can cut a check for one guy. That's my WWE goggle analysis of that situation. I think they're going to look at Adam Cole and like they've always done with tag teams when they see a star in a tag team they fucking flush the rest of the people down the toilet and they take the one guy they think is a star Yeah. like so I think that's their thinking when it comes to Undisputed Era Uh,
1: I hope they're not thinking that
0: unfortunately but I mean that's kind of heavy speculation going into some other things for the future plans but for this pay per view I feel like even if they don't do that even if they do want to keep the group together and do things with uh, Cole as leader, I think it would be really interesting to see him kind of squirm at the top and have to like really justify his Mm -hmm. position. Because I feel like he's he's done a lot of very interesting, intelligent riding of the coattails of his other group without it being too overly obvious that that's what Mm -hmm. he's doing. And so I think it would be a very interesting storyline position for them to be in where then it's like, hey, we've all got the gold, we've all done our job, now you need to live up to being our leader. And if you don't, then maybe we're going to replace you. Who knows? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the the thing is about this main event is I could definitely see it going either way, to be honest. I could see Cole winning, I could see Gargano winning, or, I mean, depending on what the hell they do with this third stipulation, because, like, Regal's being all mysterious with it, who the fuck knows what mm-hmm. can happen. <laughs> Although, I have heard a very interesting theory, and I think that there is a very... I don't know, there's a strong possibility that could happen, so I guess I'll save my thought on that for the third stipulation, because uh, technically it's your pick. Although, you have to tell me who you think, if not Roddy Strong, will win the North American title.
1: Uh, I will go with Pete Dunn, then.
0: Okay, going with Dunn. No chance for no the chance.
1: Premium. No chance in hell.
0: No chance in hell. <laughs> oh, so then, for as far as... Fall breakdown, I think I think Cole is probably gonna get the first fall. Yes, I think
1: on Johnny. I think it's gonna be Cole wins Gorgano's pick, Gorgano wins mm-hmm. Cole's pick, and then I think the third is going to be a cage match. But here's what mm-hmm. I hope, because okay. it would make sense with I feel like um, undisputed Era is gonna get involved at some point, and so Regal's gonna come out for the third fall, and be like to make this as clean mm-hmm. as possible, I'm making this a cage match. But I think, and I hope, this is how I do it, I hope they do the old school cage where they don't have it lower down from the ceiling. Because I feel like if you already have the cage up on the ceiling, when people come into the event, they're going to be like, well, what's the cage for? (laughs) So (laughs) I hope it's old school (laughs) where they have like the four pieces of the cage, bring them out right at that point, tie them up, and then let those guys go.
0: Okay. That that could be very interesting. I could see that. Uh, however, let me tell you what they're actually going to do. So, you have one fall. Cole wins. One fall. Johnny wins. Now, Regal's looking at the situation. It's like, alright. I can't have this shit happen again. Because we already did a two out of three falls match with these two guys. And apparently that wasn't decisive enough. So, if neither of these guys are gonna be able to for sure prove their dominance over each other, then we're just gonna to have to get a third guy. If it goes to a third fall, it's gonna be a triple threat. Really. With a guy who, is, according to some uh, timelines, I think should be coming back pretty damn soon. Oh, shit. And uh, has uh, at least... Love for one of these men. It's been complicated other times. Who knows what he's feeling now. But Blackheart, Tommaso Ciampa, I think, baby, is going to come in for a surprise triple threat for this title if it goes to the third fall. And I think he's going to be presented as a babyface, kind of. But at least my fantasy booking of it would be Tommaso Ciampa wins the triple threat. Acts like he's still friends with Johnny and then immediately betrays his ass again. Like that same night. <laughs> like just throws his ass into the fucking screens again. Like betrays the moment where he had, you know, was out there where Johnny had won the title and then he was like, Alright, I'm friends with him, I'm cool again. Basically play it all to like, hey, I only acted that way because I was injured. Like, now that I'm back, I'm here for Goldie. Like <laughs> Interesting. That would I don't be care that you. would be very interesting. And then, that's my thought. I mean, I've sold you on that one. That would be sick, that wouldn't it? Would be nuts. <laughs> Although imagine how can you imagine the kick in the balls if they do that, like Chimaso Champa is inserted in this and then he just loses? <laughs> like Adam Cole just Oh my god! <gasps> oh what if they do that and then Adam Cole pins him? Oh, that'd be some shit. Oh, my God. I love God. how you just, like, talked
1: yourself into
0: some I know, I just talked myself into that. I'm like, oh, my God, that is some next-level heal shit. <sighs> oh, I want that to happen. That would be so horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. People would be so pissed. <laughs> Oh my gosh!
1: Oh. I love how, uh...
0: like, how just excited <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's my inner heel coming out. Like, just realizing a good heel booking opportunity is just too exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, like, when it's, when it's, like, quality heal, when it's not, like, go-away heal booking where, like, just stupid shit happens uh-huh. for no reason. But when it's, like, intelligently designed, like, oh, you you fucking pieces of shit, now I need to see this other thing happen because then it... Because, man, you could get, like, DIY Reunited versus the Undisputed Era. Ooh, that would be interesting. That could be cool as shit. That could be very cool. Okay. But speaking of other cool things, let's go over to SummerSlam, which, uh, you know, might be all right. Pretty cool this year. Ooh, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and start with a, uh, a match I'm very certain on Ooh. the outcome of. And I think I'm actually very excited about this one. Um, okay. I am picking Charlotte to go over Trish Stratus. That is a because, good Because uh, that would be absolute garbage if that doesn't happen. It would have to be a series uh, especially of because matches, Trish is right? talking about like retiring for good yeah. after this match and it's in Toronto and it's versus Charlotte like yeah this is perfect. This is a like this is actually a really good match. I'm glad they're doing this. Mm-hmm. As far as like a match to have Charlotte be doing without necessarily having to be in the title picture for now, but it's like a really great send-off for Trish, I think. As far as like the the de facto I think dominant woman from like the really previous era where actually women's wrestling happened in WWE challenging the woman who I really when you look at it it was like the de facto woman of this era Mm -hmm. so far like even though Becky Lynch has definitely like been at least at WrestleMania she was really hot and things like that like still Charlotte overall for this time period has been the foundation oh
1: absolutely she's been the steady force of the women's division yeah Which is which makes sense why like she is the follow up to Trish.
0: Yeah, exactly. She is yeah, she's the next person to carry that torch in that way. So it's it's a really good like I like it. This is like one of those things where like like this is the kind of match that WWE is really good for when it's doing things right. That's like, okay, we have a big star of today, we have a big legend from yesteryear that we made a long time ago. And it looks like, in this case, they're actually doing it the correct way. That's like, okay, we're using the legend to put over the new person. Instead of just doing weird shit, we're like, hey, our stars of today just get dropped by an old man punch and now can't stand up. <laughs> and it's like, well, now everybody looks like shit. <laughs> Great. But I think this is exactly the opposite. This is a good use of legends. So I feel like I'm doubly excited because WWE so often dips into, like, Really bad use of old people and legends, and this looks like it's a really good use of a legend. So good yeah, night,
1: man.
0: as long as they don't fuck this up, like if Trish just wins and it just goes off into the sunset and that's it, that'd be so stupid. Oh god, no, Charlotte will win guaranteed. All, All right. right, so now it's What's your next to
1: pick. Um, oh, I'm gonna pick the other women's match. Uh, Becky Lynch, I think, retains over Natalia.
0: Okay. Yep. That's uh, yeah. That's a pretty solid choice too. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess the only thing going for Natalia and then also not going for her is the fact that this is in Canada. So it's like, if she were ever gonna win the title, it would probably be in canada but like wwe also is notorious for shitting on hometown people so it's in canada so therefore she has to lose <laughs> uh but yeah also i feel like with actually you know here's an interesting question as far as where concerns with becky lynch if ronda rousey does not come back to wwe very real possibility who do you think yeah very real possibility uh, who do you think could be or should be the person to eventually beat Becky Lynch? Because at this point, that is kind of what it means to beat Becky Lynch, right? Is that, like, you beat the person that beat Ronda Rousey.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Because, like, to be honest, I there was a big part of me that was kind of thinking that, like, they were just going to keep the title on her until eventually Ronda came back, if Ronda came back. And, like, build towards a rematch. I mean,
1: do you, is Charlotte pretty much your only option? Or do you want to make someone Yeah, unless beating Becky? I,
0: I mean, I guess you could if you did it right. Because, yeah, it's like Charlotte, I guess, obviously, is somebody who has enough clout. Um, but I feel like that would be a step backwards because so much of, like, the birth of the man and Becky Lynch was by beating Charlotte. So, like, losing to Charlotte would be detrimental So, I I guess you could go with maybe somebody like if Sasha Banks came back or Bailey, like maybe one of them. Or maybe you do try to make like a new name out of somebody like Ember Moon or, or you know, maybe you try to like heat back up Asuka. Maybe you could do that. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, but I feel like, yeah, like a lot of the other women's division, like, uh, like, you know, like Liv Morgan, Carmella, the, um, uh, Sony Deville Mandy Rose like none of them are anywhere near right like they would not be a good choice Lacey Evans would have been an even worse choice (laughs) so glad that feud's over my god but yeah I I don't know it kind of feels like you would almost have to do one of the other horsewomen I think or you know maybe could you build up like somebody like Nikki Cross
1: I think you actually could do that that's actually a good idea
0: Like, if she comes off of a really good feud with Alexa, like, say eventually, you know, when she finally figures out that Alexa is using her, maybe they implode from their tag title run, maybe you could do something with Nikki Cross. I could potentially see that.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, they're pushing Nikki more than I ever thought they would, so. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, also, speaking of somebody I didn't think they were going to push the way they did, uh, alright, I'm going to pick my next batch of Goldberg versus Ziggler, because <laughs> who the fuck thought they were going to give this match to Ziggler? I mean, I guess, like, when things have been pointed out as far as, like, oh, they talked about Goldberg a lot in his promos, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess, whatever. There's that, but, uh, like, to me... This whole match screams, like, this is gonna be the next uh, HBK versus Hogan. Yes, I feel like With, Ziggler... With, like, a crazy overselling job.
1: Crazy oversell.
0: I think he's going to. I really hope he does. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like there's... Like, I would be actually ecstatically happy beyond all fucking reason if Z- Ziggler won this match. Uh, but he's not going to. It's gonna be Goldberg. Unfortunately. And it's like... I don't even know why. Like, why are they even having this match? Does Like, what the fuck does Goldberg even get from being in this match?
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: It means nothing for him to beat Dolph. Like, I, I'm actually really confused. Like, I really don't... I'm not sure what the upside is for this match. Because I, I really do think it's going to be just a repeat of HBK Hogan. Which made Hogan look like a fucking idiot. So I think this is just going to make Goldberg look like a goddamn and, uh, idiot. And
1: made Tron just look amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, or you know what? Do you think there's a possibility that they already know that that's part of what certain audience expectation is going to be? And they're going to kind of feed into that and actually let that be like a prolonged storyline? Like maybe you go in there, you have this first match... Ziggler does that repeat of what HBK did, overselling, making Goldberg look like an asshole. And then Goldberg comes back out of this being, like, even more pissed at Ziggler. Being like, fuck you, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you trying to make me look bad? Uh, like, I don't know, maybe that'd be too meta, though.
1: Because
0: hmm. then it'd be, like, basically admitting that, like, you let me, you know, like, you lost the match on purpose, like, it's booked, and you made me look bad. Like, I don't think they could address that on a TV, but then again... Who fucking knows? Maybe they could. Uh,
1: yeah, I think there. there's always uh, a possibility that they have Goldberg win.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Goldberg is absolutely going to wipe the floor with Ziggler. Poor guy. But, I mean, I guess at least Ziggler's still getting pretty good paychecks, yeah. I guess. So, I guess you can't feel too bad at the end of the day. Especially when he has options... You have options, Dolph. <laughs> if you ever want respect and not just a paycheck, you can leave. <laughs> Ugh. Alright, what's your next match?
1: Uh, okay, my next one's going to be... Oh, I think Bray Wyatt destroys Finn Balor.
0: Yeah, that because is quite probably it is a large rumor
1: that Finn Balor is taking a break after SummerSlam, and so I think the Fiend kills him, and then that allows for mm-hmm. Finn to take some time off and come back. I think as the Demon, and yeah,
0: yep, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, write him off for now, and then yeah, in a couple of months, I don't know whether it be Survivor Series or Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, have him come back as the Demon. Demon versus the fiend or whatever is that what they're calling Bray Wyatt the now? Fiend, the Fiend? Yeah. The Fiend. Um But yeah, I feel like yeah, with the reintroduction, similar thing with Io Shirai. Like you've got a new heel character, you've got to get the win. Um Wyatt's gotta get the win. Also, like you're saying, Balor's probably taking some time off according to rumors. Um the I think the only yeah, the only chance that Balor has is if he decides to instead of this being a long feud where then he comes back as the demon. He has to come out as the demon now, I guess. Because I feel like that would be the only way to justify this loss. Because, like, if, if just straight Balor beats the Fiend, then it's like, wow, what the fuck? What was the point of this <laughs> shit? But, like, if he comes out as the demon, that could work. That Absolutely. Could be cool. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're probably right there. Wyatt's going to get that one. Okay, next match. Um... Okay. Yep. Yeah. That'll be it. All right. Um. So I'm gonna go for the uh, cruiserweight title match. Uh. Gulak is gonna retain over Oni Lorcan. Cause uh. Yeah. Oni Lorcan is just simply not good enough to be, the cruiserweight champion. Sorry. <laughs> not today. Not tomorrow. Not ever. Get the fuck out of here. Better question about 205 Live. Still, why the fuck is Rey Mysterio not on that goddamn show? (laughs) Like, they constantly do dick nothing with Rey Mysterio. They have a show called 205 Live all about cruiserweights. They want people to watch this show, I assume. Why the fuck don't they put the world's best known cruiserweight on the fucking cruiserweight show?
1: Because that makes too much sense,
0: Newman. Why is this match not Gulak versus Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio is not even on the fucking card. I don't get it, Joe. I don't know.
1: That's
0: why. I don't get it. Well, it's alright. Gulak's gonna get it. He's gonna keep it. He'll still be champion. It's just really sad that he's championed over, like, one of the most boring shit times of 205 Live where just nothing is happening. That's very true. <laughs> like, it's really sad that he's finally got the title and it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, not that, like, the Cruiserweight title really ever mattered, but I feel like it mattered a little bit more before. At various times. But... Alright, what are you picking next? Unless you've got more, uh, Cruiserweight
1: thoughts. No, two hundred five is really boring. So no, I don't have any
0: more. So you're gonna put in the amount of effort and thought that uh, Vince usually does for two hundred five yeah, exactly. life. <laughs> Absolutely nothing.
1: <laughs> All right, SummerSlam. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um... Oh, I think Bailey retains over Amber Moon.
0: I agree. I agree. I think Bailey's probably gonna keep that one. It would be. I don't mean I don't think they're necessarily going to do this, but I think that could be kind of interesting potentially if they did it the right way. If like Ember Moon like upsets Bailey, kind of like a shock win. I mean, it would definitely be better than the way that Bailey lost the title last time, which was just you know getting beaten in nonsense stipulations by Alexa Bliss. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. This is this has felt like kind of a weird feud. I, I don't know. What have you thought about Ember Moon and? The Bailey feud.
1: It's been, out of the, the multiple women's feuds, it's been the worst one.
0: Yeah, it's kind of sad.
1: But they have been pushing Ember, so I gotta give them that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice that they're, they're giving her something. But it, it does feel very, like, forced and almost out of nowhere. Because I feel like Ember Moon's been around for so long and doing nothing that I feel like they almost needed to have her do something a little bit more to earn this title shot if that makes sense Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember I feel like didn't Bailey just kind of like pick Ember for this title pretty shot pretty much yeah you know maybe they'll go the uh, Daniel Bryan and John Cena storyline route where like she picks her opponent and then her opponent that she picked beats her like Bailey got too confident yeah but, that's the only way I could see it happening yeah yeah, I feel like that'd be the only. One, but I feel like that's not really what this is. I feel like this is just kind of them being like lazy and didn't have a great idea, so they just kind of put something together for Bailey to do, until they go on to a few that they actually want to book her in. And I don't know if that's like Sasha returning sometime soon, or if if this is gonna be like what Charlotte does right after she's done getting rid of Trish. Maybe she's gonna turn her eye towards Bailey and be like, "All right, bitch, it's time for me to get my title back." <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it feels like Bailey's keeping it mm-hmm. for now. Um, okay, we got four matches left.
1: Yeah, we actually went through this fairly fast. I gotta give
0: it. Yeah, we we're getting pretty good at this. Um, let's see. This is actually pretty hard for some of these. Um, I th- think. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go with that. Okay, um, I I almost I feel really afraid to say it, because I I'm afraid of being wrong, because I don't want to be wrong on this. But like, I think I think Kofi will keep the title over Randy, because I I feel like I don't know. I am a very much of two minds about this. I I don't know before I before I go too much you it what are your thoughts on this match I stuff? think it could go either Hopefully. way actually yeah Kofi's held
1: it for a long time he's had plenty of great defenses so I feel like switching it to Randy wouldn't be the worst thing in the world uh, I feel like Randy could also use something so
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean they, they haven't focused on him too much for a while
1: and I mean um, and his wife is RKOing him now did you see that <laughs>
0: I did not on, see uh, that
1: Instagram. They had a video of him like chilling by a pool, like he's like kind of kneeling down, like and just scooping up the water to like splash on his face, and then his wife comes out of nowhere and RKOs him into the pool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I, it's it's hard because it's like I feel like the Kofi title run has been going well. So there's no reason to end it now. Um, But then you've also got like the... Because I I feel like especially with the storyline being told with Randy Orton right now, the idea is that Orton is calling him out and saying that he was never good enough. Like, you know, he only held him back a little bit, but even if he hadn't, Kofi wouldn't have been able to beat him. So this is really the culmination of that storyline from like almost 10 years ago. That's kind of crazy. Kofi (laughs) needs to prove that he is is better than Orton, can hang with Orton. Otherwise, it's all been kind of like a fluke and a lie. So it's like either he needs to win this match or if this is going to be extended out, and especially if it's going to be extended out, if like Randy has the title for a little bit, then I feel like Kofi needs to get it back and he needs to definitively end this feud with a win. Otherwise, this is basically like Triple H, Booker T all over again. And so then it's like, I just... I don't... I don't know. I guess between the two, I feel like they're... Because they gave this a pretty good attention, I feel like, in the short amount of time that they bothered to do this feud. But I feel like with how little time they gave to it, my thought is that this is more of just like a one-and-done rather than like a trilogy that they're going to do. But I don't... I could see them going the other way. Or I could also see them just being like, well, this is fun, but... Let's put it on Randy and let's just do something different now. We're just done with the Kofi thing, which would really I mean, I don't suck, think it's but... going to be
1: that, like, blown off of Kofi, right? I don't think it's going to be like, yeah, we're just going right mm-hmm. now, bye. I think there would still be. I
0: just, yeah, because my, my biggest worry and fear, at least as far as when it comes to the end of the Kofi title reign, is that once he drops that title, I'm wondering if, I'm, I'm afraid that WWE is just going to look at him as, like, never being a main eventer ever again. Like, it's like, well, we have you, we gave you your one shot and that was it. And not seeing that, like, he actually did really well with it. And that they should at least keep him... Even if he's not, like, constantly a main eventer. I'm not saying he needs to be, like, the new Roman Reigns or whatever the fuck. But, like, you know, as being a guy who's in that mix, for sure. And somebody who's been built up by this title run. Because I feel like they actually have done a good enough job in this title run that Kofi's name means a lot more now than it did before.
1: It does definitely
0: like i think i think he has grown a lot and it's not just from holding the title like i think he's he's actually been just been giving another caliber of performances ever since the beginning of the year when his push started and he like caught fire i think he's really tapped into something honestly i think he's uh you know this may be a controversial opinion but i don't think it would be actually based on the evidence i think that he has maintained his fire much better than Becky Lynch has Ooh. although to be fair I guess the whole Becky Lynch man run started earlier than the Kofi Mania run did before eventually it kind of burned out after Wrestlemania yeah but I don't know I, I think another part of it too is the fact like Kofi and his a lot of his fire and frustration was like at WWE and the system in general so it just could kind of exist period Whereas like a lot of Becky's frustration, I think was like directed right at Rhonda, and I feel like without her around, or like somebody else like Charlotte like really like directly strong for her to be bouncing off of, I think she's kind of missing something. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you, what do you feel about Becky Lynch the last couple months? I I think the feud, feud with
1: um, uh, pinup girl. Uh, Lacey Evans? Yeah, really hurt her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, us having to pretend that she was anywhere on her level, I think, really was bad. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, I think, obviously, Natalia, I think, is definitely a step in the right direction. Um, Getting a win over her, moving on. But, yeah, with, with Kofi and Orton, it's hard because... Yeah, WWE is WWE, and there's a reason that Kofi didn't get the title ten years ago. (laughs) I mean, there's a couple different reasons. I think that only one of them was just the fact that they didn't see the talent in him. I think it is partially true that like he has grown a lot as a performer, and I don't think he would have been nearly as ready now as he would have been then. That's true. Or he wouldn't have been as ready then as he is now. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'll stay I'll stay strong and confident okay. with Kofi. Kofi'll keep it at uh, least for so now. So
1: then I'll say Randy takes it. Uh, all right. So what okay. do we have left?
0: We got at least according to my notes for official matches. There's still the Universal Title match, the U.S. Title match, and Owens versus Shane.
1: Ooh. Oh, I think Owens wins.
0: Yeah, I I really hope you're right.
1: Because. <laughs> I, I guess feel like you're probably because he right. would have to quit and they're saying he has to quit WWE
0: now I'm trying to remember as far as their wording have they been saying WWE or have they been saying SmackDown they've been saying
1: WWE which is what makes me say that Owens wins
0: yeah I feel like you're probably because this would just be like how many goddamn wins do they need to give Shane if he beats Kevin Owens here too? like this would be really ludicrous Especially with, like, I feel like right now, on the opposite end, like, you know, Kevin Owens freshly turning babyface, you need to make sure you don't fuck him too badly, too. Like, in the same way these new heels need to get big wins, you know, big new hot babyface Kevin Owens needs a good win, you know? This can't be another Miz situation where you, you try to turn him babyface and then you just make him look like a bitch. So, yeah, I think Owens needs to win this. But I'm wondering as far as, like, I feel like WWE is very classic for this, like they give a very specific wording for a stipulation, and then they do something strange mm-hmm. with it. So then like if for example, if, if he had, wasn't saying WWE, if he was just saying, Oh well, I'll quit SmackDown, then he would lose and then go to Raw. But then maybe in this case
1: I think Owens oh, if they don't have
0: yeah. if they don't have plans for him and if they were gonna do something shifty like this, then maybe it's like, okay, he loses quits WWE, and then all of a sudden you see him show up on NXT. Like, maybe it's something like that. I don't know. But it'd be much smarter, and I think it's probably more likely that they'll just go with Owens beating Shane. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's... I feel like there's a kind of, like, a why wouldn't you. Yeah. Because, like, I I can... Almost rationalized as far as like their thought when they decided to like alright we'll give Miz a babyface run but then we're just gonna bury it into the ground by having him lose to Shane over and over and over again cause like to me having a really strong heel Shane is more valuable than like a middling babyface Miz cause I just don't have any confidence in babyface Miz but Babyface Kevin Owens has already shown himself to be a far better commodity than Babyface Miz, I think, ever will be. Mm -hmm. So, having him beat, very heel at this point, Shane McMahon. Although, at this point with Shane McMahon, it's like, how much of it is, like, genuine heat and how much of it is go-away heat. That's the question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, I guess, either way, if Kevin Owens can channel it right, he could still get a, a big pop from beating Shane, so... Yeah, and actually, as far as, like, them being smart with television, if they have any f- faith in this feud and whatnot, I think they're probably just going to have, yeah, Kevin Owens beat him now, and then Shane will probably just try and do even more shit to Kevin after this. Like, it'll be them trying to continue doing more of a Stone Cold and Vince type of thing, right? Because they're definitely trying to channel some of that in this.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, the guy, the, the every man using a stunner as his finisher mouthing off and disobeying the corporate um the corporate boss you know in this case it's his son next generation from Vince to Shane yep yep yeah, okay although the other big wild card I guess in this is right is that uh, Drew McIntyre does not have a match yeah card. I
1: did not think about that
0: so he could get involved in this and he could fuck over Owens. Or, you know, here's here's even more WWE thing for them to do, right? Uh, the match will go as planned. Uh, Drew McIntyre will come out and fucking fuck over Owens yeah. or something. So that Owens loses. But then another McMahon will come out. Maybe Vince, maybe somebody else, whatever. And then just be like, We're restarting the match and canceling the stipulation and fuck you. Mm,
1: that could very much happen.
0: <laughs> and then they just start it over and then just... I don't know, somehow Owens wins the second time or whatever. Or they just come out next week and just be like, whatever, we just decide not to... Or, you know, here be the thing. Kevin Owens is about to leave because he's a man of his word, and then Shane is just like, I'm not gonna fire you because I own you, so I'm gonna force you to stay here. Like, I'm not gonna let you leave and go to AEW or New Japan or wherever you wanna go. You have to stay here.
1: And suffer under me.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, How long do I have to look? For as long as it pleases me. (laughs) Um, Game of Thrones reference there. Back when it was good.
1: Before it went to shit.
0: Yes, long before. Mm, But speaking of things going to shit. um, (sighs) Actually, I don't know. Am I going to talk about the shit match or the good match? Because we got the Universal title match and we got the US title match. (laughs) It's like, these matches couldn't be more different as far as, like, hmm. One of these, I'm sure, will be very good in quality and interesting to watch. And one of these is garbage.
1: Surprise, they're both garbage.
0: Surprise, they all suck! <laughs> no, I I feel like they would really have to fuck up for Styles versus Ricochet to be bad. Like, that's kind of, like, a good match guarantee. Um, Between the two... I guess I'm more confident that Styles will probably retain his title. Uh, Just having recently won it, Um, redoing the OC thing, which, what a god-awful name for the club. Just calling it the OC, because all it makes me think of is that stupid uh, (laughs) show, like, the OC, For when I was a kid. (laughs) California! Yeah, so, like, they're just doing, like, what is it, the Orange County? Like, this is just a teenage drama group? What is this? So yeah, I, I hate the OC name. It's so stupid. Hold on. I gotta, uh, I gotta
1: pull up the theme song
0: now. Honestly, like, why aren't they just called the Good Brothers? Why aren't they just called that? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I... I feel like Styles will retain, at least for now, because I, I think they want to... I'm trying to remember. They have not... They didn't do any rematch with him and Ricochet Mm -hmm. yet, right? Like, did they do a rematch on TV? No, not
1: that I think of.
0: Okay, so yeah, then I feel like Styles needs to have a heel retaining win. Like, he needs to either straight up cheat or do like some half cheating to kind of get a retain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: I'll go with that. Unless I mean, or or unless they're gonna do the uh you know, the thing they did with Shinsuke Nakamura back against AJ Styles, was like, hey, we're gonna turn a guy a heel and then he can just never win, <laughs> like whether he cheats, whether he doesn't cheat, doesn't matter. He just fucking loses all the time. <laughs> maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be AJ Styles' new character. He just loses He's just everything. Just a fucking loser. Him and the OC, just a bunch of losers. <laughs> and then now we come to the main event the Fuck, beast, why did you leave this? Rock thing. Lester. and Seth Rollins. Such a dick. Ugh. I know. Well, hey, this is how I keep my title. That's very true. I do dick I do dick tactics, bro. You're the this heel. Is war. The base. I'm the Exactly. It's in the intro. Which is
1: actually kind of funny because I'm from New Jersey, so shouldn't I be the heel?
0: You would think so.
1: Um, I mean, everyone hates us, so.
0: But, but like in an underdog sort of way. like I don't know. We Some hate people really hate annoying. New Jersey. <laughs> I, I think most people, I don't think, I feel like there's very people who, who actually like, hate New Jersey. I think people are just annoyed by New <laughs> like Jersey. Like, why is it even a state? <laughs> like, just why is it a state? Like, why are, like, you know, the, like, why can't we turn left? Like, lots of little, like, when annoying little things. you fucking
1: turn left, it's a couple junk handles. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just, it's just little stuff like that, I think, for the most part.
1: All right, I'm gonna turn left and say Brock Lesnar retains.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, you're probably right, actually, which is the sad, sad truth. And actually, so I, I feel like I used to be more confident that Rollins was probably gonna regain the title here, but, but he's been with, absolutely uh, how, destroyed in this build up. <laughs> he's been destroyed in this build up. He's like, oh my god, that fucking segment. Where he did the whole like really sappy like, there's a time where you have to really decide whether you want to do this yeah. or not, and I don't have anything other than this. I love
1: wrestling,
0: and the whole fucking crowd's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, I was fucking losing it when I was watching that because I was just like, oh my god, this is getting over a thousand negative percent. Like this is so bad. And it's like, it's not even just an isolated incident. Rollins does this shit a lot. And I don't know whether it's him or the writing team for him or both. But they keep doing this weird, like, overly emotional, sappy shit with him. And it is so bad. It is really bad every time. I don't, Like, Do you do you see this pattern or not? Or is it just me?
1: Uh, I think you're right.
0: It's bad. Like, nobody wants to get behind it. It's gross like be a badass. We want you to be a fucking badass.
1: Just be a badass.
0: Yeah, or like or be a smartass. Like be cool. That's like, <laughs> like as a fucking babyface in wrestling, you should be cool. You shouldn't be a fucking loser. And this guy is acting like a fucking loser. And a fucking loser in more than one way. On character, he's this sappy, emotional fucking loser. And then on Twitter, in real life, he's picking fights with Will Osprey, <laughs> Talking about like, hey, how big my, big, my bank account is, bro. <laughs> and all this stupid shit. It's like, oh my god. He is losing the fans in every way. And <laughs> always talking about how it's like, uh, talking shit on AEW.
1: They're stealing like, food off my shit. table.
0: Yeah, stealing fucking food off my table. Go fuck yourself, Seth Rollins. Jesus Christ. Especially because, like, if you even believe in that stupid-ass logic for half a fucking second, then you should fucking quit your job, bro. Because you're taking food off of every other pro wrestler's plate. What do you think of that, Seth Rollins? What do you think of that logic, you stupid fucking idiot? God. I get it, though. I It's like, I feel like I it all makes sense in the fact that he's just a really deeply corporate yes man at this point, which is just really kind of sad, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know, I guess do you think that he needs to be like that? Like no. do you think that his situation in WWE is precarious enough that he thinks if he doesn't act like that, then they would like give his spot to somebody else or something like that?
1: Yeah, I don't don't think he has to be worried, so.
0: Yeah. I I don't think he really needs to be. Especially because... I don't know. I I guess because WWE has two brands. So that no matter what brand that Roman Reigns is the face of, at least there's another Mm -hmm. option. (laughs) Because, like, you know, as as long as WWE, like, still has Roman Reigns, I don't think they're going to be committing to anybody else as their top babyface. Oh, no. <clears throat> and I think, I guess they were, I feel like they were trying to give Seth more of a chance here when, you know, like, Roman Reigns went down with cancer and whatnot, and then he's been recently coming back. I really feel like they were trying to give Seth Rollins, the like, the test run to see whether he could be you know, like the guy instead of Roman. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, I guess we'll kind of see how this all plays out, but My indication is I'm kind of feeling like they did not feel like he succeeded on the level that they wanted him to. And I feel like that could definitely play into him not getting the title back here. And that, because like I was saying before, I felt more confident that Rollins could have retained. But I feel like more and more lately, I'm feeling more confident that they're like, no, let's put it back on Lesnar and put it back into our old holding pattern until we figure out what we want to do next. I, I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. What is it? What do you think about this whole thing?
1: I just think they've, like, built this really weird where just Brock has dominated Seth, so I just don't know where they expect people to have confidence in stuff
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really hard. And then I guess, I don't know, where do they go from here? Is it, do they just go back to Lesnar versus Reigns again? Like, I don't know. You know what? I was actually thinking for a little while. I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't do it here at SummerSlam because they had um, teased about and talked about it. If I remember correctly, I think it was the night after WrestleMania because it was right after Seth and Kofi had both won and they were talking about like, let's do a a title versus title, like let's do champion versus champion match. And then that kind of got interrupted. I think they never ended up having that match or they started fighting a little bit, but then it ended up not being concluded. I think somebody interrupted it. But I was kind of thinking, and I thought it have been really cool, is if the long-term booking plan was that both of these guys, then were going to keep defending their championships up until, say, SummerSlam or something like that, and then maybe you do do a title unification match between Rollins and Kofi. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess they're, uh, I guess they're going back to the Lesnar train. Although I guess. To to an extent, I probably shouldn't have even thought that they were going to do that, especially with like more, coming, in. like the Fox deal coming up. I like I guess they're really going to specifically make sure that they want to have a championship on each brand, like a world championship on mm-hmm. each brand. And I guess I would assume, at least from other rumors, I guess maybe they're they're going to get rid of the wild card rule or cut down once SmackDown moves to Fox, so that they actually have more distinct rosters between yeah, that SmackDown sounds and, like and that's
1: Raw. Absolutely happening.
0: Yeah, which then makes me even question, it's like, why the fuck did they do the wild card rule anyway then, like, just to kind of fuck around for a little while? Like, because, like, it's not like they didn't know the Fox deal was coming. And I feel like they probably had to have had an idea that, like, they want to do more, like, you know, very distinct rosters at that point, unless that was a more recent mandate from Fox, but I wouldn't think that's the case, but. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe they saw how things were going with the wild card rule, and maybe they send out a thing that's like, hey, you know, we want to have you uh, more exclusivity for the. Actually, you know what? That can make a lot of sense, right? Like if Fox is giving them a lot more of a premium for a new show to be coming over, they don't want to be paying as much as they are. If then those same superstars that you're supposed to be seeing on SmackDown, then you can just still see on Raw because of the wild card rule. Yeah, that's true because then it's like well hey what the fuck like we're paying you x amount of millions of dollars or whatever to have brock lesnar on smackdown but apparently you can fucking turn on to usa and see brock lesnar on raw (laughs) what the fuck like we don't want that competing network so yeah like yeah although honestly i think it's better if they go back to that like if you actually have a brand split then actually do the brand split don't do this half and half bullshit because then it's like it's bad for everybody when you do the half and half bullshit because then you burn out everybody on guys like Roman Reigns that you're shoving out there twice a week now and then guys like uh, Buddy Murphy have zero time at all because he can't get on either show (laughs) except to uh, threaten
1: Roman Reigns and then immediately back down
0: right (laughs) except to immediately get his ass kicked you know because before it's like hey if Roman Reigns was at least on Smackdown then like what maybe I could go over to Raw and get some screen time I don't know All right, I think that's that covers our predictions for uh, SummerSlam and NXT. Toronto. Yeah, I'm looking Man. forward
1: to both cars.
0: Yes, I'm very, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be better than last year. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. Ooh, although speaking of other things we're looking forward to, because G1 is finally coming down to a close. Uh, coming up this oh, weekend. Oh right. Yeah. So do you want me to tell you who's still in it? Have you been keeping yeah, up with
1: it? Yeah, I've not been keeping up with it. Work has been keeping me fairly busy.
0: Okay. If I remember correctly, you had predicted that Naito to win I it, think correct? I so. Naito is still Woo! in for points. Because uh, we got we have one more night of matches for A block and for B block, and then it's the finals. Uh, but in A block, you there are only uh, two people who are still alive. There's Okada and Ibushi, and they're fighting each other on the last night of A block. So basically, it's whoever wins that match wins their block. Period. That's it. <laughs> then b block you've got a couple people in we still have moxley we have Jay white we have hiroki goto and uh tetsuya naito
1: mm, interesting
0: and for them it's like uh moxley's versus juice on the last night so juice has the opportunity to spoil him uh shingo's going up against goto so he's got an opportunity to spoil him and then we've got naito and Jay white on the final night against each other um and basically, yeah, for a lot of those guys, it's like you've got to win your match and pray to other guys lose. <laughs> uh, but I, it, it would take me a little while to explain the odds and the tie breaking, but uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. That basically, they need to win the match and hope that other guys lose.
1: Gotcha.
0: But yeah, it's so uh, both of our picks because you picked Naito and I picked Ibushi, and they're still We're in still it, still in it, and they both have pretty good chances to win. So. Uh, We'll see who wins that one. It's going to be a big... Although, if I can give one recommendation for people who have not seen a lot of G1 this year. uh, First of all, a lot of very good matches this year in G1, obviously. Um, But one person, if I can actually really recommend you to go out and watch, probably not going to be the person you're expecting me to recommend. But uh, go out of your way to watch some of the Toriyanu matches from this year. He has been... Fucking hilarious. And the matches have been great. Like he has had some amazing spoil wins this year. Like really good shit. <laughs> yes. Absolutely go out of your way. Check out Torriandu's G1 climax matches this year. I feel like he was one of the hidden MVPs this year. In my book. Like I liked him before, but I feel like this tournament maybe appreciate him at a whole new level. Oh, before I forget, really important announcement for everybody, actually. This is actually far more important than my G1 recommendations and shit. Uh, as of this next show, so this this show, things will still be yeah. fine. But starting the next show, shit is going to be different. We are switching podcast hosts. Oh, really? So, for those of you who are still getting the podcast on Podbean, um, you're going to need to switch things up because... Uh, We're going to be moving over to Anchor. Anchor is going to be our new host. And as of now, so I switched things over. So Anchor is currently putting out our stuff and Podbean. This is going to be the last episode that Podbean still will. And then after this, I'm going to be switching over purely to Anchor. Through Anchor, our podcast is still going out on Anchor and on iTunes. So those are the two platforms you can currently still get this show after this week. (laughs) Um, but more will come on over time because uh, Anchor like puts it into more um, distributions over time but so far those are the only two that it's doing on its own so this is the last show if you're listening to this on either Podbean or Spreaker or Google Play switch over between now and next week otherwise you're going to look in your feed and you're going to be like what the fuck where's my show it's not here guess what bitch you need to switch over to iTunes or Anchor because that's where it's going to be sounds good you have been thoroughly warned (laughs) I probably should have warned at the beginning of the show too but I only remember now so and if you all forget I don't care I'm the heel (laughs) deal with it (laughs) alright man but uh, yeah is there there any news on your hand no not that I can think of before I forget anything else yeah. No. All right. Well then, uh, later this month we'll we'll come back and we'll do another show for um, for AEW for All mm-hmm. Out and for uh, Royal Quest and I think there's the only two things at the end of this month. I think that's it.
1: Yeah, I think it is.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we'll be back later to talk about that. We'll talk about the fallout of these shows. We'll talk about the fallout of G One, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, talk about some more good wrestling as per always. Any other last words to the folks, Joe?
1: Nah, I'm pretty much mentally exhausted by this point.
0: <laughs> All right. Joe is sundowning and checking yeah, out. exactly. So uh, we'll call it a close. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Peace out, and we'll see you next time. On Peace. Anchor or iTunes. Nowhere
1: else. <laughs>